times in our life when we were most engaged, most, um, you could say most joyful, um, are really the times when we forget about ourselves. You know, let, let's say that, um, let's say you like gardening and you're out in the garden and you, you know, there's the sunlight and the plants and your hands are in the soil, things are growing, there's a breeze, um, there's an enjoyment. And, um, you know, if that's something that you truly enjoy, you're, you're, you're just engaged in the activity, fully present, aware what's happening, doing what needs to be done um, without the mind being engaged in the normal mind stream about, you know, my, you know, concerns and worries and anxieties and regrets and um, everything that um, can often pull our attention back into um, reflecting on ourselves. You know, if we're, if we're truly enjoying the activity, we're just engaged in the activity. And we can presume that um, it's the gardening that's creating the joy, right? We can presume, no, it's the plants and the sunshine and the breeze. And certainly all of those can be enjoyable, but I'd suggest that it's actually what we really enjoy is forgetting about ourselves for a short while. You know, it's the same reason that we, um, you know, watch a movie. You know, if we're really, if the, if the movie's a good movie, um, we, you know, suspend our disbelief so that we're fully engaged in the movie. And maybe for, you know, 90 minutes, we don't have a single self-referential self thought. And we just, we're there, we're present, we're aware of the storyline going on in the screen, but it's so captivating that we forget about ourselves. We enjoy that, that feels good, all right? 90 minutes of peace, we like that. You know, it, it's the same reason, you know, deep down fundamentally that we, you know, if we enjoy sports, you know, we can watch a game, be engrossed in the game, forget about ourselves, or listen to uh, music or go to a concert. Um, what disrupts that, let, let's say maybe this has happened to you where you were at a get together and everybody was having a good time and laughing and, and someone says, oh, aren't we having fun now, right? Sort of a party killer, right? Because everybody then immediately self-reflects, well, wait a minute, I wasn't even thinking about myself, but you know, now that I think about myself, was I really having that much fun or, you know, was, you know, and you get in, you know, you just um, suddenly remember yourself and you put um, yourself back into this, uh, you know, shrink-wrapped body um, as, as, as separate from everything else that's happening. A, a moment before you had forgotten that you were a separate self, you were just enjoying and laughing and joking and interacting and, and thoroughly engaged in the activity. But, you know, once, you know, your attention is brought back to, oh yes, don't forget you're a separate um, person over there, then suddenly we uh, have the sense of contraction again. So there's a um, Zen master called uh, Dogen and uh, 
one of the teachings that he was um, famous for was um, to know yourself is to forget yourself. And to forget yourself is to be enlightened by the 10,000 things. Right? 10,000 10, things in Buddhism just means everything, everything, everything in this manifest world. So to know yourself is to forget yourself. You know, it sounds like um, gibberish uh, until um, the meaning of that's really pondered. I mean, to sort of, um, you know, put it into the Cliff Notes version, it's, um, you know, to know your true self is to forget your false self. So once the, you know, the false self is for, forgotten, what remains is true self, original nature, big self, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But that um, which isn't um, that personal self-referential self that we call I or me 